What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. I hate these glasses I'm wearing. I broke my glasses, Why? so I'm wearing these ones for now. <laughs> they're, they're fresh, bro. I don't know about fresh, but they're something. I like it when they're small, but I don't like when they're too like big, you know? I, mine are kind of like his. I'm going to get them in a couple weeks. I've tried every type, Those man. are sick, bro. Those are sick. Yeah. I got the most compliments with these ones, but I always prefer the small ones. But then I was like, I can't see. Like, I know the f- there's like a focal point, sort of. So the, the prescription's like a lot weaker or like less effective. Yeah. But like, I, it was nice to have a bigger lens. It, it, I feel With like my it, neck less. I feel like you get more peripheral. Like these, I actually kind of have to turn my head more. Of course, bro. Of course. You know? Yeah. Of course. And it just, I'm not used to that adjustment because usually I could see everywhere, everywhere. That's why I said they look yeah. like reading glasses yeah. when I came. I hope we cut right on you. I hope, I hope we can get it. So like, as soon as you say, man, I hate these glasses. That's when we start. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> like it. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. This is, this is how it <laughs> there's no structure. We just go into it okay, yeah, yeah. and just uh, have fun with the conversation. Dun, 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 dun. All right. So it's, it's good to see you, Mr. Phil. Yeah, I appreciate you for having me on. Yeah, man, thanks for coming. If you want to just maybe give an introduction to our audience, who you are and just what you do, and we'll go from there. Okay, I'm um, Phil, a.k.a. PG.Coaching on Instagram, on IG, on YouTube. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's still early in the morning, but um, yeah, I'm basically a personal trainer from Montreal, uh, slash entrepreneur, so I got my business running online. I train people offline, like one-on-one. Nice. And that's pretty much it. And you, so I've known you for years back in uh, in high school, and I remember you were like this small, you were in a few grades younger than me, but you were like this small kid, and then you just kind of grew into this this big bodybuilder, not body, like power strength training guy, and it's just been really amazing to see that transformation, that you went right, from like, right, right. like, not like a small, small kid, but like from your transition, I got to kind of see it, it was kind of cool, and it's, right. it's kind of a, a inspiring to see too, Ben. I always forgot we went to the same school, but yeah. you, were, you were like one or two grades yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's just, it's it's so cool when you see someone's progression in life and whatever they're doing. Not necessarily everyone has to be bigger and stronger, but to see from my memory of when I first seen you to now, it's pretty cool, man. So Yeah, I appreciate good that. Good work, man. man. Whatever the fuck you're doing, it's working. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I'm a very like visual person, so I like to see, I like to see what the progress. Yeah. I'm learning that about myself. Like, like, you, like I fight that. I'm like... Like, I, I, I stopped working out the last few months, and I lost it a lot. And I'm just like, yo, yeah. I care about that. I want to look jacked. I just admitted it. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck the vanity. Fuck the, fuck the <clears throat> like, this self-hating voice. I'm just like, I want to look jacked, man. It, ma- it makes me feel good. And yeah. obviously, you feel good because you're, you're like, yeah. you can do. You know, you're just like. 100%. And like. You look like you can bust through a wall. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but that, that's, just one, that's just one side of it, you know. It doesn't mean that because you look uh, a certain way that, like, you. A lot of, a lot of people true. are compensating, man. That's true. Because they know that they don't have um, the charisma. They don't have the attitude. They, they don't, they're just not. That's my fear, man. So then so they compensate on the outside. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like um, and what I'm trying to talk about on my channel, too, is you want to have the whole package. Yeah. Mm. That's a big thing for, uh, for training is a lot of people go with one objective and they go so hard. I, I got to be bigger. I got to be this. Right, right, right. And they're missing all these avenues of just like 
the benefits that come from that. They're just focused on just the the look, the look. Right. And that kind of you get to your destination. It's never good enough. I got to get here. I got to get here. You know. It's like you'll never be satisfied if you go down just one route. It's nice to have like a few avenues. Like you feel good. You feel healthier. Everything is kind of working as unison. Right. You know. But a lot of times that happens because people focus on numbers. Yeah. And I, I love numbers. Don't get me wrong, because it's a great way to track track progress. Yeah. So if we're talking about, like, you know, body weight, body fat, weight on the bar, calories, like these are variables that you can manipulate and you can really like set goals, set deadlines. Yeah. You know, it's, I used to be very strict in my mind on like, okay, I got to be this kind of weight. Cause in fighting, we'd have to cut weight at a specific, you have right. to be in a, in a specific category. And then I stumbled across yoga like six years ago and then just the hippie took over. I'm like, fuck it. However I feel is how I want to be. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But when you obsess over numbers, like it, yeah. it, it's, it, has pros and cons, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. But also, like, regarding what you just said, like, when you're trying to get really good at something, like, something else has to give. You know, there's only 24 hours in the day, so you're going to become handicapped in other areas. That's for if sure. If you're really focused on, like, specificity yeah. of one thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because then you're also jack of all trades, and now you're, like, you're okay at everything, you know? Yeah. It all depends on your initial goal. Like, when I first started training, I was, like, when I started martial arts, my objective was to fight. I wanted to fight. I wanted to fight and do a mixed martial arts fight. And I remember my goal was never nothing more than one fight. It was just, I want to fight, I want to fight. So I was setting up, I was training hard. I had that one fight and mm. I, like, I achieved that goal. And that's where my goal post ended for, for fighting. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a professional in this. I just wanted to accomplish a fight. And then I see the guys that wanted to go to the top level, their goal post is way further and they would just keep working after that. But I was like so content with that specific goal. Mm. You know? And then I kind of just veered off into my own path. But I just remember that. It was like, it wasn't about being a professional. It was just getting that one MMA fight and seeing what it's all about and moving on from that. Not sick, man. Yeah, it was cool. It was. But that's the thing, like with fighting too, it's like, you could have the physique, but like, you can't like throw a punch or like. Yeah. And I've noticed that with a lot of fighters, a lot of like really skinny ones, they're, they're kind of lanky. You gotta but, watch out for those ones. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, but. They still have that like that swagger when they walk. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's just you don't have to you don't have to be like big or anything. Like, they just, feel big. Yeah, because they're big on the inside. You know they. The they know they could back yeah. it up. I know exactly what you're talking. I'm sure we everyone's seen it. The fighters have a specific walk. Like I remember, I, if I see a fighter anywhere, I know they're a fighter just because their shoulders are kind of up. They're kind of like yeah. in this this like this like ready to grab you and throw you kind of kind of posture. It's hilarious. They get a lot of uh, like uh, what's his name McGregor's like a little like turned in we slouched yeah. Yeah. yeah and people like point it out a lot it's like they all got does he that. just want that is it part of his like his power when he punches or something like a like it seems like he could he could open that up and be, have a better posture and shit like, the problem is is that it's the arts like for for boxing you you pull your shoulders in for wrestling you pull your shoulders in so it's like the fascia like we speak about in a lot of podcasts is everything's going inwards so a lot of what fighters do now is the training is actually the opposite it's creating more elasticity in the body because we're always like this. So if you can open up more, you're going to have more range, more power, more, you can generate more force at a longer, longer distance. Everyone talks uh, GSP. Yeah. Like he, he just became a gymnast or something. Yeah. Even in <laughs> fighting, it's you true. got variations. You got people who like have different goals almost. Like mm -hmm. the, the fighting is the, the outcome or the skill you want to master, but like body wise, yeah. there's always a, do you, like what's, do you have like a common, like do a lot of your, your clients, when you're doing a PT, like uh, is, is the a jack of all trades the most common thing for you or? 
Look, a lot of people just want to look good, you know? Exactly. That's, yeah. that's really, like, uh, the performance is really important, too, but most people, generally speaking, from what I've worked with in the past, like, they want to look better. Body transformation. Hmm. They want to be more conditioned. They want to just feel better. They want to be less, like, sluggish. Maybe they don't even... They want to be stronger, too, but, like, yeah, people want to look good, man. But the thing, the thing is, like... Beach. <laughs> yeah, like, fortunately, um, when you're training, like, for more performance, like, the you can't separate size and strength. Mm. you know if someone gets stronger they're most likely going to look better granted mm. that they don't like put on like they don't get like too fat or like you know or like, or like too skinny like this it's all subjective anyways that's true but you know if someone adds like i don't know 100 pounds to their bench you can't be like oh i want to add 100 pounds to my bench but i don't want to like look much different like oh, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna look a bit different <laughs> yeah 100 so you can't separate size and strength so does anyone ever say that you ever got someone like, I just, I need to be stronger, but I don't want to look bigger. Maybe women People a lot, say it from like, time to time, you know? Yeah. People say like, oh, I want to just, yeah. you can't, it's hard to separate. The, I don't think you can. <laughs> it's funny because it's, How would you? it's, it's funny with that mindset sometimes. Cause I, I, I train clients too. And I, I, they come to me some, mostly females say like, I don't want to get too bulky or too big. Oh yeah. It's the worst. And I say, I'm like, it's not like one day you're going to wake up and boom, you're just like three, three pounds heavier everywhere. It's like, yeah, like, like <laughs> you're going to see the progression and then you can also kind of navigate how you want to look as it goes. So it's not like they start training their arms, for example, then the next day they're just super jacked, Bro, you know, <laughs> that, that, that single comment. Yeah. It's very common. I think that's the biggest, arguably the biggest misconception in fitness. If we were to just like. Yeah. Um, slice it down to just one yeah. it's that it's true it's yeah. that women they think like <laughs> you have guys bro you have guys training like six days like naturals whatever but training six days a week yeah and they barely even look like like the men they want to look like yeah and you got women who are scared to go to like the gym twice and like just lift a bit heavy three times a week I, I think it's just it's the strength training and lifting heavy has just been into this culture of like the photos of those guys are yeah. obviously bigger and that's what's promoted when you hear strength training you just picture like a fucking uh, those strongman competitions like 350, 400 yeah. pound but monsters, the thing is you know? too you got like uh, you got a lot of like fitness um, female fitness influencers mm. who are claiming like oh I'm 100% natural that's, so, so that, that's kind of like it is a problem, bro, because... Yeah. That's a big point, man. Yeah. I actually want to get into that on the podcast because the the models you see in sports mags and the, the models that are on the top Instagram models, yeah. and they're all talking about fitness and strength, behind the scenes, they're not natural. They're enhanced, yeah. Yeah, and they, they, they leave that portion out of it, and that actually fucks with the collective self-esteem of everyone who's looking up to these people. And Steve Maxwell was on our podcast. He, he had a great point. He's like, you're looking at the 1% of the 1% in terms of fitness... And they're right. the ones giving you the advice, but even them are enhanced too. So they're like the 1% of the 1% of the 1% that are just so like genetic freaks in great shape, plus enhanced. It's like, right. you know, and these are the people we, we use for advice because they, they're, they're the most popular. Well, if you watch the documentary, Bigger, Faster, Stronger, mm. like they break down like the, the gear and use and all that. But Did I see a lot, of these, I a lot of these influencers, they're not actually lying. Like the supplements that they're selling you, they actually are taking them, yeah. but they're taking them because... They're, they're they're like sponsored and they're sponsored by them so they obviously get money yeah. what they're leaving out is that they're taking other stuff do you is that why you kind of you uh started the fit world exposed initially was it to to kind of give like a clear lens into the path of, of fitness was that one well, of the, the name the name wasn't even my idea mm. it was my my business partner yeah and he had a blog and we basically we basically met up and i was telling him how i want to start a blog and we that came about the fit world exposed site mm. Then we made a separate blog, fit world blog. 
But was the like the, the general theme of Fitwell to expose that or was it? Like it wasn't to expose anybody. No. It wasn't it no. was just it just sounded kinda cool at the time. Yeah. But you know, your your taste changes over time. For sure. And I didn't really want to run with that name anymore. I felt like uh I just like, you know, Fiji dot coaching, you know, it sounds a bit more like uh appropriate for right now. It sounds a little bit more professional for me. Sweet. It matches my IG, it matches my email, it matches uh now the YouTube, ma- like, I don't want to, like, mix names too much, you know. Mm. I want everything to be PG.coaching. Nice. And, um, yeah. It's more simple. I like shorter names, too. Mm. Like, people, I remember when I first got on YouTube, um, I used to call myself Philip, and then I hated when people called me Phil. And I realized when people started calling me Phil, like, in the comments, I, I started liking it, you know. So I just started running with that. So I like it when it's a bit shorter, too. It's funny, because I used to, well, my name's Nathaniel, but... Nate. Everyone, they would call me Nate. It started at the gym, just like uh, Mike Lee, my uh, my uh, jujitsu coach. Shout out to Mike Lee. He would, just saw me the first day. The guy has nicknames for everyone. He's like Nate Dog, and then everyone in the gym started calling me Nate, and that just became my identity. And now I'm kind of the opposite of you. I kind of want to bring back Nathaniel as a full name. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Just, but it, it's it's just funny how things yeah. they stick. You know, it's like the the saying goes in front, over "put la tête." You know, what I mean? it's yeah, like people people want to think too hard, bro. They want to like yeah. simple names. Mm. Simple explanations. Yeah. Um, people have like very short attention spans. And that's one thing I'm learning about my channel too. I'm really trying to take more complex topics and really try to simplify it more. Like give it a, a real like visual experience, you know. Mm. Not like these talking head videos where you just see a guy talking and, and it's like the person clicks away after like two minutes or like a minute. I'm the same way. Like I, I mean I do a podcast that's long form so I feel bad <laughs> saying this. But like you Podcasts there, are different are though because you could be driving and you could just be like listening to that's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's like not, it's not directly educational. So it's like mm. get to the point and then like if you want, maybe expand in another video or something. So it, it, it has that kind yeah. of flow where it's like click, next oh, yeah. thing. It's more click, for like the ride home or like yeah. you know, when you're cooking your meals or... Especially when it's specific sure. like a how-to or do something. Like if someone's looking for, like I, for me for cooking, like I go to this specific channel now, he does all these steaks, uh, Guga, Guga Steaks, whatever. And they're so to the point. And even when he's doing the fluff, like the promotion, like the camera angles, I just fast forward till he gets to the, the technical part. And I think that's a, important to have short, concise videos on like very specific um, things that you want to learn or the viewers coming to learn. But like a podcast, I can actually, I've, I probably watch all podcasts either on YouTube or on Spotify, on uh, iTunes. And that's like a three hour or two hour experience. I have no problem. It's like your mind is kind of in a different angle when you're listening to a podcast than when it's looking for like specific instructions. But do you watch it or you listen to it? If I have the time, I'll watch it. Uh, mm. I like seeing the the dynamic interaction. Yeah. I, yeah, I find I get more value out of it in terms of even entertainment. So, yeah. but if I don't have the time, I just put it on like two x speed on the phone. I, I moved up to two x speed. Two x, yeah. yeah. You you gotta listen, but it, it goes quick, man. That's a, you're gonna start talking faster. You gotta be careful. Yeah, <laughs> you just hear it too quickly. And then I put it to regular, and I'm like, why the fuck are they talking in slow motion? It takes like maybe ten minutes to recalibrate. It's crazy. Yeah, because a lot of people actually talk slower than they think. Yeah. You know, and when you're used to 2.0, like you're just everything's like slow, like it's yeah. screwed and chopped. But every every platform has its purpose, you know. And I feel like Instagram, it's more. I'm not like active on TikTok, at least not yet. But mm. from what people are telling me, what I'm observing, it's very short. Oh yeah. Instagram's a little, sh- it's a little bit longer. I mean, we're like one minute videos, but now like you have the feature of. Yeah, yeah. You put your like YouTube videos on there too, but. You know, people who are gonna go on like something like YouTube. Probably not going to watch a one-minute video. You're probably going to watch like five to ten minutes, maybe exactly. like a podcast. Yeah. So I like to think that people have a bigger intention spend than what we all 
what's kind of being said out in the world because podcasts do exist and they are popular so it's it's nice to see people listening for over two minutes or four minutes whatever you know it's yeah. kind of nice yeah well, you had a good point though like it depends on the content yeah if, if someone if, if i have a really short conversation no one's ever going to watch these again. Yeah. If I have a really drawn out thing and I just need to know how to do something, that's the I, truth. Yeah. I'm just going like, to right, rage right. quit. <laughs> yeah. But I never thought of it that It way. depends though, because you, you say you're talking about the short attention span. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You're talking about like the short attention span and um, people have short attention spans if it's not relevant to them. Yeah. If that's I don't true. care, I'm, if it has nothing to do with like, when I'm trying to accomplish that day or it's not really giving me any value like short term or like right now. Yeah. I'm not really going to have a short, like a, a long attention span for it. That's but true. But if I, if, if I'm, if I really need to, if I have really have specific questions and I need specific answers and this podcast has what I'm looking for, mm. I might even watch it up to three times. It's true. That's a good point. I'm really trying to like, yeah, I'll, I'll use Pat Owens as an example. Like we had a nutritionist on from, he's a PhD and he teaches at McGill and I actually, some of my clients that I massage, they told me they re-listened to it twice, one with a notepad the second time around, and they started taking notes like, a, like it was a class. It's kind of cool awesome. to hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's it. Like if it's a very, sp- and it was, that was a very specific conversation. So we just like, there's so much dense information there that if you're really interested, you're going to take notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about, it's about like, um, you know, what are they into? Like what are they, what are the, what's the audience looking for? So. You, supply and demand you kind of have like a, a brand like when you watch your youtube videos now it's like very clear that it's in a specific direction i mean it's it's pretty much what you love to do already but did that morph or was that the same way from the start to finish where it kind of just grew into what it is now yeah well a, that's a bit of a loaded question so yeah <laughs> go for it yeah like um my videos definitely changed over time and my brand mm. changed over time and my my purpose changed so it's just and even and it's still changing and I'm still learning more about like, I have a pretty good idea of where I want to take everything, but you know, every now and then like small things, I'll make some small modifications. Sometimes I'll make bigger ones. Yeah. Like the, like the name of my channel is a small one, but there's other big stuff too. And, uh, but I actually want to get into that. Like the name kind of explains the journey too. It was like, cause it started off as silverback, right? It was. Start off Fitworld Exposed. Fitworld Exposed. Yeah. yeah. And that was like the website and the yeah. blog was the Fitworld blog and the YouTube channel was Fitworld Exposed. Uh, we ran with that for like a couple of years, maybe like two, three years. Hmm. And then just like maybe two weeks ago, I think I changed it to PG.coaching. Okay. Yeah. And the website coming soon will be like, will we'll be really close to that as well. Okay, nice. Yeah. So but Fitworld Exposed site's down. Oh, it's down. Yeah. yeah. So now we're, I'm working on my own personal thing. Nice. And uh, but yeah. But like, as far as the content is concerned, like, I want I want I wanted to have a lot of entertainment, um, education, but I also want to sprinkle in some entertainment as well. Mm. So I feel like when you're too much on one side, it can get a little bit boring. Yeah, so you kind of got to give a little bit of both. And sometimes you could give both in the same video. You know, it could be very educational, but it's entertaining as well. So I want to make the video shorter. Like every time I post a video, the number one thing I'm thinking is how could this be better? Mm. I look at the comments. I look at the watch time, people are like looking at them, I'm looking at all the analytics and stuff, and I'm thinking yeah, like, yeah. okay, what, where did I mess up on, you know? It's true. Everything, you I'm talking, I'm looking at, like yeah. When they stop watching and stuff, like you, you can see. Yeah, I'm looking at like, I'm getting like constructive criticism from my, from my community, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, okay, you know what, like maybe. We don't do that be, enough. <laughs> <laughs> these small details, you yeah. know, sometimes like, oh, you know, your backup music's too loud, or sometimes just like, you know what, you, 
um, you're just beating around the bush too much. It's like get more straight to the point. Mm. Um, and then when you when you respond to those mm. kind of requests and stuff, that's when you're building a stronger relationship with your audience as well. Right. You know, if they let's say they so someone gives you real feedback, like hey, uh, maybe you lower the back music. It's kind of distracting. And then you do that. It's like oh shit, he listened to me. I'm gonna like uh, he's really out there for us as well as himself. You know. Right. So listeners, please give us some feedback. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's interesting. And just always trying to get better. That's what I'm all about, you know? Oh, I never sometimes, sometimes when you're constantly trying to get better, it may not be too apparent to the audience because they don't see, like, the, the, the other kind of battles you're fighting. But eventually, over time, hopefully, like, it'll be more apparent. But it's not, like, just because you're working on yourself that automatically people are going to notice it hmm. or even you're going to notice it, you know? It's, and that's why it's cool to look at, like, older videos that you make just to kind of see your own progression. Mm. I look at it kind of like a photo album, you know? Yeah. You just kind of look back every now and then, you're like, oh, wow, I was here before. That's a good point. Look man. where I am now. Who knows, man? Even show your kids, man. Who, who knows how long YouTube's going to be up for? But, like, that's a, you know, your kid's like 10 years old. You're like, like you know, you're 40s or something. You just show your kid, like, hey, this is, this is me when I was on YouTube. There's going to be like a million podcasts at that point. Well, that's the thing. It'll be, over, it'll be oversaturated, you know? I got in early ish. Yeah. 10 yeah. years later, like... Wait, that's a fun point because... That's intense, man. A lot of the times I go back in the, from the first video till now, this is number 48 or whatever, and... Wow. Yeah, man. And uh, I, we do clips now, so we, we cut segments out and we put that in like a separate little playlist. Mm -hmm. And just hearing our conversations back from like episode 10, 15, episode 6, and whatever, it's just like it's... I see the change, but you don't even feel it when we're doing it. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. And it's it's like a photo album. That's a great way to put it. It's like, holy fuck. Oh, this is what was going on in your life back then. Oh, you're all hung up about this. And it's like, I'm here now, you know? Right. It's a different snapshot. Yeah. For sure. But it's, I I feel like we're, we're building up to doing it more deliberately. Like you're talking about what we kind of haven't yet. Like we're, we're enjoying just kind of winging it. But there's obviously so much we can look at and then be like, oh, this can be more well thought out this can be this th this part can be shorter this can be whatever right like, this mm. needs to be louder this needs to be softer like it really is this these tiny things that a lot of people might not notice and you almost don't want them to notice because it doesn't bother them mm. it just comes out seamlessly but then suddenly the runtime is a, is more convenient the camera angle is better whatever it can be it's just more um comestible more uh more consumable like more yeah. well you know Catering to the audience. That's you want you want to make the viewing experience the, as good as it could be. That's know? it. It's we're doing this for them. We're yeah. doing this for us too. But like, fuck, we got people watching. We That's may as it. well give them something they want. The way I see it, I it's never, like a it's so obvious. It, yeah, <laughs> the way I see it, it's like a relationship, it. and there's two sides to it. There's obviously our what we want to put out, but then there's the the influence of the audience too, and it's actually influencing every video because some videos will be bigger hits than others, and then you'll be oh they like this. And it kind of in the background in your psyche, it's like, okay, let's have a conversation about this because that's in that's a kind of interesting avenue. And mm. it's like the audience and you are kind of doing a dance together into some some type of fucking content that's right both ways, you know? Yeah. I think it's important to have fun with it too, you know? That's like it. I was looking back at my old videos and I feel like I take myself a little too seriously sometimes. It's like just like I'm I'm trying to teach myself to just, you know, obviously in a genuine way, like, you know, smile a bit more. Like just just to be more like yeah, because the other day, more like, yeah, it should not, be it's not that too. serious, bro. It's yeah. not that. Like, it's serious, but it's not like that serious. So. Yeah, I mean. Not take yourself too seriously, you know. Humbleness is a big one, man. You know, because yeah. just knowing that, yeah, it's serious, but it's also in the grand scheme. It's like, it's a speck of dust, yeah. you know. And when you have that in mind, it's always, 
it's it takes a weight off your shoulders a little bit you know less pressure on yourself you know still perform and still do but also have the fun aspect come into it for sure yeah and yeah. like if, if you feel like it's a chore that's a, it'll what, come off that way i yeah. guess yeah yeah that's a conversation we had when we started this like if it feels like work it's just gonna lose its value like the podcast yeah but it hasn't felt that way at all you know it's just been like a it's like that's the and people will resonate with that when you're having fun doing what you're doing they're, right. they're having fun watching it they feed off it yeah, yeah. Mm. you know I've, I can I can compare it to like the gym it, it, for me personally I don't I never want to go in mm. but I never regret going in you know like you just have mm. that resistance but like I know I'm gonna be happy after so if there's if there's a time when I just didn't feel like doing it one day <laughs> You just get your foot through the door and then it starts rolling and you're like, you know what, man, I wanted to be here. You know, <laughs> like you just have to remember almost yeah. or realize it. But I don't know. I guess I just, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a particularly unmotivated human being. <laughs> I am not uh, yeah. average. <laughs> or maybe I am. I hope not. But why, why, why are you not motivated? I don't know. It's been a deep question for me lately. I might just have like no dopamine in my brain. Like it might be like a real problem. But it's personally, I just feel like a lot of stuff doesn't have a point. You know, like I don't, I don't, right. maybe I'm a perfectionist as well. It's, it's wrapped up in a lot of weird stuff. Like I think I stopped myself before starting to just avoid a lot of emotional confusion mm. or, or failure feelings or, and then the successes don't feel that good. So I don't feel motivated. I literally don't feel like it's worth it. It's, I have to convince myself. I got to talk myself. Yeah, it's not it. good, but, but it comes when it comes and you can't force it. That too, right? Waves. Mm. Like you just yeah. get the yeah. bug sometimes. I feel like I feel like with motivation, man, it's just I don't want to say there's a genetic factor to it, but some people are, some people really just they're just driven, man. They just mm. they just really want to benefit they just want to better themselves and be like that two point version and yeah. Um like instead of thinking like motivation, like that word, because it's kinda like it's kinda vague, it's whatever. It's tricky, like sure. what 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 keeps you up at night? Or, you know, what 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 makes you get up before your alarm clock? You know, everybody's everybody's like everybody has something that, they, that gets them like on their toes you know that gets them really excited mm. you could like you could see it in their face man when they talk about it like if it's a topic a subject a skill set then then maybe i got a couple things that interest me and once i start getting like informed in them and and the ball rolls on its own a little bit and then also people start giving me like hey mm. you know a lot about this that's interesting then you're kind of feeding off of that but the only things that really get me out of bed or literally get me out of bed, it's like it's it's always very like visceral or physical. And the the best, healthiest thing would be exercise itself. Like I, after reading that David Goggins book, I just like would mm. jump out of bed with my shoes already on and just start running kind of thing. Right. And like nothing, nothing compares like if and sometimes I don't even feel like doing that. But like like I said before, like I know I never regret it. I, I go in my pool and I'm, I'm swimming for like two hours and my skin's all dry because of the chlorine and shit. And I'm like. I'm dying, but I just like, I love it. (laughs) I fucking love it. And I I wish, honestly, sometimes I don't put in effort into my, my workouts because I'm, I'm pissed that I can't do it like on my own terms. You know, like you need, like everyone has a schedule. Everyone's living like in society. You can't just like do what you want unless you're like fucking, you know, some kind of passive income, uh, retired. I don't know what, Mm. you know, like you just have, for some reason you don't have to work or you're not on a, like a strict nine to five, you know? And it's, it's funny that, that 
the fact that I can't do it more motivates unmotivates me to do it in when I can sometimes. It's really fucked up. I never said that out loud. That's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's really fucked up. But you know what, man? David Goggins says it, and I'm sure you say it a lot too to your clients or to yourself or something. Like motivation's not gonna be there sometimes and it's about consistency. You just know you're yeah, putting discipline and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Like motivation's bullshit. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, maybe I gotta tell myself because I don't have that genetic factor, like you're saying. I guess so like but you, you. This see is completely. It? It's completely bro science when I say that. I haven't yeah, read any sure, studies sure, yeah. about like. Uh, We're not doc, but you. But you have a lot of personal experience with this stuff, so you're seeing people who. I feel like I have it, and I feel like I get obsessed with my stuff. Not me, I have a bro. big chess background. When I was playing chess when I was younger, that's right. all I knew. Mm. And it was basketball, then it was fitness, and now Maybe. I'm getting into other stuff too. But I, I think that's kind of my problem too. Is that as a trainer, I have to come to the realization that not everybody's like that. Hmm. You know, For not sure. everybody's like um, that I train is just going to be thinking about it 24 7 and just like really hooked. And some people, they train and once they're outside the gym, they don't think about it till mm. the next time they're in the gym, you know? Yeah, that's how everyone's I am. different. That's how I am, man. You nailed it. Yeah, everyone's different. So it's just. How do you approach those people? Like, do you, do you spend more time with them just to kind of give them like your energy a bit? Like, right. Well, okay. Well, so that's an interesting topic right there. So mm. there's different kind of clients. And I like to kind of break it down into three. You got like the low, moderate, and then the high interest ones. Okay. And I don't, I'm not a motivational speaker, you know? You're just not going to take the lows kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe I could. It, dep- more, it depends. But like me, I, like the guys I'm working with right now, or like the people I'm working with right now, or the females I'll be working with soon, like they're high interest. They want to be there. Or at least the ones who, they sound like they're high interest. But with that being said, it doesn't really mean anything to begin with. So I can only I can only technically refer to the people I'm working with at the moment. You know. Because talk is very cheap. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> but it's not that I won't work with someone who's low interest. But, like, I want them to already have, like, that. Oh, yeah, the, the drive. Yeah, come it's on. Like I don't want to be, like, having, like, give them little speeches here and there, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm training them, like, and talk about, look, there's a lot of benefits to training, man. Like, you, there's this, 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 this. And, like... Come on, man. I think motivation is like a flame that just ignites. And then the motivation will, once the flame is there, it's, it can go out or it can reignite. But motivation never lasts. And, you know, it's like when you hear like a song that pumps you up, you get pumped up. But in two minutes later, the adrenaline goes down. But if you act on that pump, then you can create something and create habit to it. And then once the habit is there, then it's just momentum comes in and all these things help. But momentum is literally the way I look at it. It's like that, that first spark mm-hmm. that starts the flame. Like, because... We all get motivated, we get bursts, we hear a good song, or just you see someone train hard or whatever, right. you get that pump. But that fades. It's what you, it's the consistency that you build on that that's going to last, you know? Yeah. And maybe everyone's different. It's like, you know, they say it takes like uh, 60 days or something to make a habit. Hmm. Is there a way to like know if you've made a habit? Like if you stop, it feels like you have to do it? I guess that's what he's talking about with, with tracking and numbers. It's like once you start seeing numbers, that's visual visual perspective of, of the habit you've created because it took them X amount of time to achieve. I never thought because I don't track often, and I and I'm I, obviously with with uh, with Nick uh, Gregory Addis there. Like he always says, uh, it, what what is whatever is measured grows, and I keep trying to repeat myself. Whatever is measured like, grows. I remember maybe that. yeah, maybe that's what I need to do because because I I don't I'm not worried about the numbers like you were saying but it, there's so many benefits well you should you should be though you should i think be. i should you be. should be yeah for sure i'm not like i don't i don't i never worried about because for me i'll do like a home workout i'll do some body weight stuff I'll, I'll i'll do more sportive stuff and just work out like two three times a week and it works for me well you have to like but if you don't track it it gets lost but it, it depends what it. we're talking about if we're talking about training 
Oh, you have to. It's yeah, a, it's a, it's no, a no. given, man. Come on, you're just yeah. you're just gonna like try to guess. Yeah. Next session, like unless or the food, you're just trying to wing it. Like if you yeah, want, if you want calories. very specific results, you have to do very specific things. Mm. And the more specific you are, the more like you gotta have like that laser focus. Yeah, that's the truth. It's a very good point. But that's the truth. It depends how serious you are. It depends how serious you are about your goal. How how, how urgent are your goals? Is it like do you need your goals hit, hit by like uh, three months, or does it have? To, or is it okay if it's three years? And that's another thing about goal setting. I feel like even with myself that I'm trying to really work on more. It's everybody set, sets goals, hmm. but you never hear people say I have a deadline. And that's yeah. when um, this isn't me trying to sound all like philosophical or anything, but it's true, man. It's a good point, man. And the problem also with goals. Well, goals are amazing, but I, there was a book, The War of Arts, uh, by Pressfield. And he says, like, I didn't read the book, but I, I hear about it all the time. And the main premise is, like, let's say you have a goal. I want to do, uh, I want to bench two plates. Well, I'll, use, I'll use fitness, for example. But, or it could be a goal, like, I want to travel to Thailand. And you tell all your friends, right. oh, I'm going to go travel to Thailand. Or I'm going to travel wherever. Everyone's going to, the more people you tell, they, Off. <laughs> they give you, like, the support. Don't even get me started, yeah. yeah. But they give you, like, a support, which actually gives you the dopamine as if you completed the task. So Whoa. a lot of times when you say what you're going to do, you get the reward without doing it. And then a lot of times you don't do it because you already received the reward. Whoa. Don't so, even get me started on that. <laughs> Ego is the enemy, yeah. man. I just finished yeah. that a couple months ago. They said the exact same thing. Like, when you... That's it. You have people, like, on Instagram, for example, and they're, like... And they'll, they'll post, like, a photo of, like, their... I don't think I have these people anymore, but <laughs> or if I do, whatever. I don't know where they are, yeah. but I've seen in the past someone who like they'll post their their calendar for the month, and like this is what I'm doing for the month. They're getting praised every single day. There's like there's something. There's conditioning. There's like six day uh, splits or whatever, and the comment sections are flooded with wow. Like I'm so proud of you. But it's the future. They didn't do it yet. They didn't do it yet. <laughs> it's just written on paper. That's amazing. And the thing is, like they get the gratification. And then they don't do it. And then, like, you know what? Like, or they do I, half I, of it or a quarter of it. You know? They do fuck all. But that's that's a good point because then let's say you are not in the field. You're just, you're just let's say that calendar was more fitness related or was it just life goals and everything that they posted for the month? It was, it was more fitness related. Okay. So let's say someone just starting on fitness sees this person post this fucking photo of the whole calendar for the month and he goes, fuck, I can't even do half of that. And this guy's going to com complete the whole thing. And he fucks off and doesn't do his goals because he got demotivated. But that person who posted it probably never even did half of that portion of what they posted. Right. So then like, that's the problem I have with Instagram is it's a lot of times it's, it's like a front, you know, there's a lot of genuine people out there, you included and Goggins, for example. And you know, they're doing what they say, but there's so much bullshit that just say what they don't do. And well, I'm not. I'm not in the same category as Goggins. No, no, no but, but exactly. Uh, in that way, you are, I guess, because yeah. you, you're just doing what you're saying, what you're doing, and doing what you're saying. Like, there's no. He's just yeah. doing what he's saying in a in a larger scale, but it's the same formula. You yeah, know? he's just nuts. Like, we're, no one's Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big believer, and I've learned through like some trial and error. You just announce it when it's done. Yeah. Why? Why can't you be that person who just like if we go back to that, that calendar example? Yeah. As opposed to posting the whole month. Last year's cal last month's calendar. Can post that. Yeah, post exactly. like, hey, this is what I did last month. Mm, I exactly. trained thirty days straight. Yeah, as opposed to what you're gonna do. Yeah, that's, that's a big one, man. And the mirror, man, because you mentioned ego before, and like, it just it just sprung something in my head just now. Like my friend Coco, he's like a really, like an avid gym goer. Like he could probably be a personal trainer. He's like deep into it, and he, when he was he was giving a friend who was like starting to work out some some tips. And some very concrete, like non-philosophical, like how to work out ideas, you know? And then 
and he, he, he just en passant, he just like says something like, I can't wait to look in the mirror and like bang, you know? And he goes, don't ever do that. Like at least wait three months, four months, because the second you see results, you're going to slow down. And I was like, holy shit, he's right. Like to a certain extent. That's nuanced. So some people, some people, they, I'm that kind they of feed off the energy and they want to keep digging deeper. Oh, not me, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, I look good. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> keep going. Well, it depends. What it, but with that being said, you know, it's like. Um, no goal. If you're content with that. Yeah. Then who am I to be like, oh, well, you don't look good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it but still maintain are. it. Like, if you're going right, right. to take your foot off the gas, you know, and the deadline thing, that's like, it. these are what motivate you for real. You know, like that feeling of motivation is fading, like you said, but to, to have a structured idea of what you want to accomplish and when, by when, you can't, like, escape that. And you know what's funny? Someone, like, let's say someone does have, like, an ADHD, like, lack of dopamine or something, that is going to help them so much because now they have... Uh, like a kind of perceived pressure. Mm. It doesn't have to be a stress in a bad way, but you're like, oh, I got a deadline. Mm. And then like maybe you, the last few days you missed your workout or something and now you go harder. That's yeah. not the best way to do it. But like, it's, it's still getting, it's still to achieve that goal, that deadline. It. That You start seeing you the calendar yeah. shrink. But you, you know what it is? A, we see that in yeah. school too, man. If there's a deadline, you're going to give in the paper at that fucking day. So we're right. all capable of... of uh, I am. I'm, that was that guy. And <laughs> yeah. some, not right. everyone was. but, but oh, I wasn't. But I'm just, I'm just putting I the am, collective I, we. But I couldn't care unless it was like, oh my God, it's 4 a.m. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> but but then you see that example. There is a discipline factor in there. Whether you crammed the last minute or not, you still achieve the deadline. So there is value in putting a specific point on a specific day to get something done. Yeah. yeah. But know? like, just to cut you off, like, that's kind of where my mind has been at mm. lately. Like, I've been thinking about my own goals or, you know, my clients, just people who support my stuff. Like, what's kind of holding people back? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about motivation. And you, you always hear motivation this, motivation that. You know, people watch these, like, Titanic you know motivational clips and it's like doesn't do anything you know the music in the background just pops out on the couch after two minutes so like i think that (laughs) it's true (laughs) with where my mind is at right now um let's say for example let's take you let's say you want to put on five pounds of muscle in a year just very doable like what if you don't what if you don't put on five pounds of muscle is it gonna kill you there's not enough of like a fear factor there's not enough like a stress factor of like if you don't hit that goal, you're still you're still okay. Yeah, like so it's like you know what? There's no uh, what's big the deal. Word? Yeah, there's no like risk. There's no yeah. So it's like a good example, and I don't remember where this comes from. But if you got if you're chasing a guy for a million dollars, you're gonna run fast because you know you want a million dollars. But if someone's chasing you, and if they catch you, you owe them a million dollars. That second guy's gonna be running way faster. That's a good point because he's more yeah. scared. He he has more to lose than yeah. Reward so, is something, but it's losing cool. is yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like certain people were more driven by by fear, and we're, we're more driven by failure than success because like it's more um, you're in more of a defense mode when you're when you're scared. The 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 it's just it's the worst memories. Like you don't want to feel that anymore. Like I was saying, like reward. Like when I get rewarded, I'm like cool. But like when I fail, that sucks forever. Stings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you hijack that mechanism and try to motivate people through like like hey, you're gonna show people your results like you gotta you gotta fail like mm. if you don't have that five pounds like there has to be a like maybe yeah you go do a well there's, there, there's no like um there's no like punch lines or things i remember it's all every client and that's why i work with people one-on-one everything i say to every client it's all tailor-made it's all specific yeah. towards that person so i always like to speak to my clients in their language mm-hmm. you know in the first session i'm always asking like a lot of questions and like i'm really like 
really pulling back a bit and really just understanding like what what they're trying to accomplish here what mm. they need you're a facilitator like yeah you're listening that's awesome and i try to meet them where they're at mm-hmm. so i meet them where they're at try to and then i'm i don't want to speak to them i i still stay with my language too mm. but i'll still try to speak to in their language to a certain extent and i i think it's, it's i don't think it's true when people say that you should speak to everybody the same way i don't agree with that no if i'm at the airport the way i'm speaking to you guys is very simple it's very it's tailor-made, you know? Like, you guys are giving me a certain vibe, and I'm giving you guys a certain vibe. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm at the airport, and I don't know, a guy f- is from Hong Kong, and he's, like, he he's asking me, like, where, where his next flight is, and, like, he's not too good at English, I think I'm going to be speaking to him like I'm speaking to you guys. Yeah, you I'm most likely going to cut my sentences like by, like, 60%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk on my hands a bit. That's a sign of like, a you, teacher. Yeah. yeah. You got to be adaptable to, to whoever comes your way, whatever student, whatever their perception of understanding you kind of have to meet them there and guide them to to the higher levels of understanding and that's what makes a good teacher that's what makes you see that a lot in the jiu-jitsu community there's some bad teachers out there but like most black belts they they've they've went through the gauntlet they know exactly the steps that you've been through and i find when professionals in whatever field when they lose that connection to the to, to talking to a person at like the base level when they can't communicate because they're too technical and they don't know how to go back i feel like that's a lost uh, journey as a teacher the best teachers that can take complex ideas and simplify it to the layman's terms so you can understand it yeah. you know that's that's what makes the perfect teacher because right they understand each step of the way and as you get better and better in your craft or whatever then they're learning the more complex um, ideas to that level you see that with neil degrassi tyson for example i don't know if you heard of him mm. he, he astrophysicist he can take such complex ideas and dumb it down to like a five, well, not a five-year-old, but like a young teenager can listen and get inspired and really learn something. And he's talking about something like fucking parallel universes or some crazy death mm. by black hole story, you know? Yeah, you you can spare the details. You take a lot of the fluff out. And That's just it. But to the end, sort of, yeah. You know, you see yeah. sometimes like uh, someone who, who uh, you see a lot more in academics, but they get to a level and then they, they talk with a language that they don't dumb down for anyone unless they're in the field. Only they keep it in the same field. They talk to the same way and they won't dumb it down to you. So it's kind of unfortunate, in my opinion. Well, they can't teach anymore. Maybe they can yeah. still do something amazing because that's no. their their skill set now. Yeah. But like, but they're not a teacher. Yeah, it's like any skill set you have on top of that. Maybe it's a type of person as well. Like we're talking a lot about people just kind of having a genetic predisposition. Like you have a uh, an ability to give those people that space, and it's probably from experience as well. But it's just this ability to to empathize, mm-hmm. really, just to be like, like my experience is something I need to distill for them right now. My raw experience is not useful for them. I can't just be like, I did this, you do this or something like, or, or you talk at like your technical level of understanding. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, they have to like read a book or Google shit just to understand like, what's the fucking point, you know? But if you can just give them enough so they have faith or you do inform them, but like you, you ask enough questions so that you know what their level of knowledge is, Mm -hmm. like it it, it can build. But in the, I think in the in in a lot of skills and 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 exercise and health is is one of them. You have to be able to understand enough to teach. It's just one of those things. I feel the same way with yoga. Like my brother brought me to the gym for three months, and I just shadowed him. Like he helped me. He dude, the guy would lift me when I was doing pull ups because I was too weak to do pull ups, and he didn't want me to use the machine. Mm-hmm. He goes he goes learn the form. Hurt yourself if you have to, but like just take a break after for a couple of days. But like he's literally lifting me, and he was like he was like prison mentality. He's like just you can do it. 
up. Okay, okay. His only motivational was go or up. <laughs> like, you have no excuse. Hmm. Except one, every now and then when we're doing planks or something, he would be like, he's like 30 seconds left. And then he looks at me and goes, any man can hold for 30 <laughs> seconds. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but my point is that he, he is a quick guy. So he picked it up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he had a lot of time to pick it up too. But I'm there for three months. And he's like, how come you don't know what the next exercise is? You know, like, how come you don't, you're not picking this shit up? And, and then I got another job and I couldn't go with him because he's like, he's in the gym six days a week. Right. Or five days a week. Or six what gym is this? Uh, I think he was doing like, an, he was using a Kona Fitness in Laval or something. But he, I don't remember where he is now. He says he feels so small, the one he's at now. It's like Atlas or something. I don't remember what it's called. Atlantis. Atlantis? Yeah. Dude, they're jacked there apparently. And he just, he's, cause he's cut. Like he's, yeah. he's built, but he, he feels small over there. But my point is I, I lost it all. Like he didn't, he didn't distill it. He just, he just carried me the whole time, literally sometimes. Right. And as soon as he was gone, it faded away. You know, like a lot of my muscles didn't fade away, thank God. And now I can do pull, pull ups and like my cardio is better than it's ever been in my life, you know, like, and it's all thanks to him. I, I want to take the credit, but really he just pointed and I shot. Right. He did a lot of the thinking and I did the doing. So it's like personally, like, yeah. the, like when I was talking about the pool, that's not an effort to me. That's a joy. I don't have to think and I just swim and I do laps and I'll do 100, 200, 300 laps like a nut job. And I love that. Mm-hmm. That's intensity. That's not the regularity that you need to really mm-hmm. get something gone. But that's how I work. And I, I'm, a, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself one day. But that's another topic. Mm-hmm. So that's. Uh, yeah, you don't want people to think like too hard either, you know. Like if I, I if like at first. at first when you first start working with, when I first start working with someone personally like there's gonna be a lot of cues, mm-hmm. but I try to limit the cues and I try to make put the exercise in a certain way where the exercise will take care of some of the cues you know, yeah and um like tackle one cue at a time. I'm not gonna be giving somebody five cues. It might be just be an overload of yeah. information. It's too much. So it's like what I'll do is no every attention. session. Yeah, like let's say we're doing like six lifts for the day or five. Yeah, every lift will have like one cue and like we'll really like hammer that home that's a good point and that you see that in the martial arts community is like when newcomers come in to learn boxing for example you don't show them like every punch in the fucking repertoire you show like one or two punches yeah. and you do that for like a month until they get the basics and then you start adding to it mm. if i showed them or whatever instructor shows them like the jab cross uppercut and hook all in one day first session you're break your they're, they're like this <laughs> like i think i'm supposed to yeah. turn my foot and then they they're at home and they're turning their foot on the wrong punch and there's no there's no structure, but if you like, okay, we're going to do the jab for a week, just the jab, just the jab, then there's, they're going to learn. And it's the same thing in fitness. It's just good information, small cues, not overwhelming and just let them, let the technique teach them too, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. If you lose foundation, you get hurt. I think it's the most important time when foundation is like imperative. Foundation. Maybe it, maybe it always is there. And maybe that's why, like I was, we were talking about like how it's, it's like, if you're into it, you can teach what you know. At least what yeah. you know, what you do, you can transmit that pretty easily. And it, maybe it's because you fucked up, you hurt yourself a few times. You really do have to do it properly or else you're going to, maybe it's not obvious and, and, and the wear and tear is like in a week or a month or something. But like sometimes you just like you snap wrong and something hurts for three days and you can't do the workout anymore. And like you're not going to make that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You start like, yeah. I don't, it's unfortunate, but most of us, I think we know why form is important because we, sometimes you have to learn the we tough hurt way. something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It, we've all yeah, been well, there. Pain is the best teacher, man. <laughs> it, it's information, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just rushing in. <laughs> it's kind of like what we were saying before, how it's, it's just from, from, it's that fear, man, you know? Yeah. Then it sends a signal to your body that I don't want to go through this again. 
Mm. So yeah. just I never thought of using that in a positive way, like just admitting that our brains work that way, and then kind of putting some healthy fear in in right. in front of my goals. Well, you see that in the fighting community is is how they're all afraid when they go into the fight. When they're going, they're always afraid. They talk about it even after the fights. Like they're some of them even puke in the in the in the <laughs> changing room, and then they go out and they fight. But it's all. A lot about fitness, at least in that sport, it's a lot about overriding fear because getting over past that that level of fear, there's like it's like a fucking celebration, win or lose, like you did it. But it's a, a lot about training for for martial arts specifically is just fear management and overriding fear to a point where you're constantly setting the bar a little bit higher. How how afraid you are in passing that line and going further and further mm. because the reward is like always fucking better, man. It's 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 always you know you you're the fear could be so level that you don't want to go to the gym there might be like an inch of fear there but then when you go you feel amazing extrapolate that to going into an octagon to fight another guy the fear yeah. is massive even if you lose you're like <laughs> you <laughs> fucking did it you know you yeah. might be upset with yourself for months or weeks to come but you did it and you know that accomplishment's still in there you know so yeah, yeah. that's a lot of it a lot time of time is so precious man it's crazy like and time time is going to go by anyways you yeah. know so might as well have like results and like everyone's kind of going through their own thing, but oh man, we've got a better situation, you know. And I love that yeah. time passes anyway. Like there's, there was this um, there was this like Cirque du Soleil girl who was like flipping around in that big metal ring, mm. and she said something like that. It was like a kind of like mini documentary, like a cool video on YouTube, and the, and she said when you're when you're when you're like playing with this new skill, you don't remember like the thousands of hours that you put in. You just have this cool skill now, you know, and it's kind of cool for for someone to say that because mm. it's like you don't want to do it and you're suffering, but really that time is going to pass anyway. And you're why why not invest in something? And yeah. suddenly you wake up a year from now, and you put in all that work, but you don't feel it. You just have the results. You're just in this present now, going like, oh, it's amazing how like I have to get yeah. all philosophical, but yeah. we're just talking about like linear time and physics. Like it's like <laughs> yes, you put in the work, yeah. you get but the results. It's nice to see it that way though. Because uh, it, you have to. Sometimes. But it really is, man. We're not getting any younger, you know. You know, and it's that's and, a fear. That's a big motivator. <laughs> that's a big motivator. But that's the that's the guy with the million dollars. Uh, you're gonna owe him chasing you. The fucking death. Yeah. You know that, that literally is the biggest motivator. You know, but it's also the biggest innovator. The biggest thing that will cause inhibition to do things because of that fear as well. So you can dance with the idea of death to your advantage too for a lot of things. You know, yeah, use it. Use, use yeah. everything at your disposal. Yeah, man, for sure. Mm, you know? So. It's pretty much it, man. Um, just uh, yeah, every day, you know, you're learning new things. And you're just uh, oh man, it's crazy. It's it's an it's a good point that you said about time that's just gonna pass anyway, though, because you can look at it from a, from a year from now to a year from now, like one habit that you can just stick on, like something as small as just like strumming your guitar for two minutes a day. In a year, that strum is gonna be fucking beautiful, and it's only been two minutes per day, but it adds up to the bank, you know. Yeah. It's, it's I'm just gotta drill this. It's 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 like you we're beating a dead horse, but nobody fucking does it. <laughs> so you gotta keep saying it. Yeah. What are we like 40, 50 minutes in? We still got some time. Right? We got some time. Right? Yeah. 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 Sweet. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's switch the <laughs> subject. Let's talk about let's talk about you, man. Let's talk about you personally or uh, whatever you f do. You have any things? Uh, hip yeah, fire? I want to address the whole uh, silverback thing, man. Do it's it. Like, um, it's true. You mentioned before. A lot of I was gonna make separate videos about this, but like, might as well address it now. You know, I love it because people still associate Silverback with SLBK, okay. and which they should because it technically is 
the same kind of brand. Yeah. But what I want to like hammer home is that it's how it evolved over time. So it started off somewhat egotistical where it was just silverback. It's like a gorilla. I looked big. I was weighing in like 233. So it's like I put on, I was starting off training around 140-ish. I put on close to 100 pounds. And like obviously some of it was fat too. Like a, a mm. good chunk of it was fat. But I had like a different look to me. And I had a different kind of walk to me. And I remember someone just said, fuck, you look like a gorilla in like clothes. And I'm like, and I, I remember I said, then I started like um, writing my book, the, the program. And I didn't want like a complicated name. I just wanted like, I was thinking of different names. I'm like, you know what? Silverback sounds pretty cool, you know? So I just ran with that. Hmm. But it was coming more from a place of ego, which is not necessarily bad either. But it was just about like, you know, let's, let's get fucking big. Let's get a big ass back, big shoulders, big triceps. Like the kind of like the muscles that kind of give you that pop to your physique. Mm-hmm. And um, then over time, you know, I cut some weight. stuff like Just stuff started happening. And I told myself, look, I don't want to. I don't want that to be my identity anymore. It's cool if it was my identity before, but now there's like, that's not all I represent either. Mm-hmm. So then I, I started, but I didn't want to run away from the name either because I had to, I have to stand on it. I have to still own it. So I basically just took the same name, but I just changed the meaning up a bit. So I basically, I, the silver basically stood for second place, silver, and the back stood for, stood for background. So silver back is basically someone who, they're just the underdog. They're always hungry. And, but they never actually, like, they always, they don't want to be, they want to be first place, but they're always putting themselves in positions and surrounding themselves with certain people where they're always second place. Yeah. Yeah. They'd rather be in that position than than just be like the best in the room, you know? So that way they always have that hunger in them. Like, it's like the the whole saying of um, the one on top of the mountains never as hungry as the one climbing it. Mm. So it's like, you always have that second place underdog attitude. Shout out to Arnold. (laughs) He said that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know how in tune this guy was with motivation? I'm just sorry to cut you off, but quick, it, it adds to it. He was interviewed in like his uh, his movie uh, Iron, whatever it was called. The, oh, mm, pumping Iron or something? Pumping Iron, yeah, yeah. And then the interview was like, uh, but Arnold, like, um, like uh, what did he say? He's like, what does it feel like to be the wolf on top of the hill? Are you as hungry as the, of the wolves coming up the hill? He's like, you might not be as hungry as the wolves coming up the hill. And then Arnold's like, yes, that's true. But when the wolf is hungry, the food is there. <laughs> It was pretty much, but like he said that on the fly, like that's how in the zone he was in, you know. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And then the back, the back stood for background, and background Mm. is somebody who's not really noticed. They're just they're in the background, Mm. and so that's basically where where, what that stood for. And then over time, I told myself like, like we're saying at the beginning of this interview, like I like shorter names, so I'm I'm like you know, silverback is starting to sound a bit long for me, Mm. but I don't want to I don't want to run from it either. So I'm still gonna I'm still gonna own it. So I changed it up to like SLBK, just narrow, cut, cut a couple letters out of it. Mm. And so I was running with SLBK, you know, I had like the clothing going on. I was selling like some shirts on uh, like, like Teespring and stuff like that. And then I told myself, look, I want to, I want to take it up another notch because like I'm learning more stuff. So I want to, want the brand to evolve as I'm evolving. So I took those SLBK letters and without thinking too hard, I'm like, hey, what do these letters like mean to me? And within like five seconds, I'm like, okay, strength, it's important. Longevity, I want to be in this for a long haul. Balance, of course, and knowledge. So was, I basically ran with that. And that's basically where it is right now. So the, the brand evolved from silverback, more like, you know, egotistical, just just be big, um, to like the, the, the whole silver second place background. 
So now what it currently is, is SLBKs, Strength, Longevity, Balance, Knowledge. I love that. And <laughs> people could call people call it what they want. They could still call it Silverback. So what Silverback really is right now, just to kind of clear it up, it's the ebook that I'm selling. Right, right, right. The ebook is not called SLBK. It's called Silverback. Okay. And I had an unofficial copy. Now I have the official that got released a couple months back. And like, shout out to everybody who's been supporting that ebook. Really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Sweet. And yeah, I hope I hope that like clears and settles some of the dust. And I try to make it a point in every photo that I post to to put my hashtags SLBK Strength Longevity Balance Knowledge. And it's, it worked out so well. That's such a catchy. It, it did. It did. But like, it, it took a while for people to catch on. And hopefully, when they see this, the transition. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. But if they if they don't see it, it's not the end of the world either. You know. But it's <laughs> cool that it evolved with you and like you you own it like you were saying like you you know the it wasn't bad it was just a little more uh ego driven a little more about the look and the and the, right acquiring a certain look that's it and then you're like look i'm that's not what i'm about anymore maybe a little bit still but like yeah that is my past and i'm i'm owning it there's no shame there's no mm. i love that man you're just like you're like uh it's it's momentum you built on it you you don't yeah. have to get rid of it and for me, I guess I, I overthink that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, no, I got to hide that. Like, that was a shitty first side of myself. And it's like, no, that's still in me a little bit. And there wasn't, there was a lot of good in that too. Yeah. But you, you wanted something different or something more for yourself and your content and your, and your clients and your, right. and your views and, and everything. And, and it just kind of slid naturally into what you wanted. And it keeps right. doing that. And, uh, and the name changes with it. And uh, I just like that. It's but, like, uh, but there's nothing necessarily wrong with a little bit of ego. If it's not, if it's, if it's controlled ego. Oh, for sure. You it's know? a drive. It's, it's a motivator and a driver. For yeah. Sure. Man, like it's like, yeah. you, who's going to be confident for you? Like, Oh, that's so well put. Fuck dude. You want to, yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with having a little, just a little bit of like, I don't want to say cockiness, but like the confidence isn't going to fall on your lot, man. So you got to constantly like find ways to just, are you, are you happy in your own skin? You'll do you wake up in the morning thinking mm -hmm. like, wow, like I'm, I feel super good right now. I like the way I, I like the way I feel I like the, yeah. the vibe I'm giving off. I like the way I look too. It, it's a definitely a tool, man, but it's important not to let the ego intoxicate you because when that happens, right, you right. become the ego. It's like you go down the spiral and then you're expecting like all these, these negative aspects of over, overusing the ego can come with it. But if you can check your ego and just have that, 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 that hint flavor of the ego coming in, yeah, to help motivate, it's good to have, man, you know, and, and e everyone's egotistical to a certain extent too, you know, we're bound by it, man. We're especially with social media, bro. Like, I don't care. I don't care who you are. Like you're checking, you're checking who's liking your stuff. Like, yeah. I don't care. I, I really like. Yeah. <laughs> it's just part of. Some the people game. are even checking like who likes like who who's looking like at their stories sometimes. You know, <laughs> people go far, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's just the game. You know, but making that when you when I say intoxicating by your, intoxicated by the ego that that becomes the driving force is oh he's checking oh they're checking i gotta keep going for these that's where the ego gets fed and can get stronger than the person that's trying to to what you're right. trying to put out and that's where you got to kind of tone it down and, and keep your ego in check whether it's through yeah. destroying yourself at the gym because that's a great way to smash down the ego when you do like a hard workout right or like a meditation or something just to always keep yourself in check and always self-reflect and observe and what's going on you're going back to your the meanings behind what you're doing. Like now you have the four letters. Each one has a meaning behind it. So mm. it's like it went from just like the image to now like this abbreviation that each one is just has like a depth. So it's like it represents like a, like some kind of idea. Yeah, it's and it's important to, to, to honor that idea and keep it yeah. about that, not about the silverback, but about the SLBK.
Yeah, who knows, man? Maybe, yeah. maybe in a couple months or a couple of years, Silverback comes back. This will maybe this will this won't even be relevant anymore, and I'll be on like some new stuff. Yeah. As far as right now in time in 2020, this is what it is. Fuck it, go with the wave, and, man. Yeah, of course, and create your own wave too. You know. That's it. Um. Also, like regarding ego, I find that I really got a lot some ideas from the Ego Is the Enemy book, but. Like, the world doesn't revolve around me either. And I feel like it's very easy in the lifting world for people to get in a very egotistical state. You know, you post, like, your selfies and stuff. And, like, but the no, thing is, if you're, if you're not posting those, then people are like, oh, well, you're hiding. And, you, you, like, you want to show what you, what you got, too. And also, yeah. if, you're, if you're just kind of posting these kind of photos where it's just, people want to see what's going on. They want to see, like, that, like, hey, this guy's confident. This guy, I could be confident, too. Like, so there is a little bit, like, it, it's, it, it is pretty... I think it was Jeff Nipper who said this. Like he, it's pretty easy to disguise your vanity, like in the fitness world. Because mm. you're like, oh, I'm just doing bodybuilding, you know. And then it's just like you're on stage and like everyone's looking at you. It's, so it's right there. It's like controlled, it's yeah. Point it has to be controlled, you know. Mm. But you that, can look that, like you're motivating others, but it's like, look at me. You, like there's a lot of high. Yeah, you can do with but that. you also want to show people like, like, okay, you got the results are there. So it's a very like gray area. But it's hard like to you're detach. showing your body off. Yeah, That's it's hard to detach art. the ego to it because it's addressing the, the body, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's interesting. Like, it's like you're putting your body on display, but you also got to keep the ego in check. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough field, man. That is a, yeah, that's a trap, man. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're like, look, the work that paid off. You're showing your abs or you're showing your shoulders or yeah. something. And, but it is literally, you're like, yo, look at me, bro. And it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's, there's a thin, thin line. Yeah, but I've come to the acceptance that there's a bit of both, you know? That's it. That's what, that's what, that's a part of me, man, as, as vain as, or whatever as it sounds like, part of me does want to show, hey, like I started off here and look at me here, but I also want to show people like that I'm just an example. Yeah. And, and you can learn from a lot of my past experiences. Mm. So that way, if you like it, if you like these kind of transformations that I'm showing you, hopefully I could get you to have a, a, sim, a somewhat of a similar transformation or, or become like a better version of yourself yeah, yeah. With, with at a faster rate because I've been through a lot of the stuff. That's it. Yeah, you want to you want to yeah, save people the lumps. Yeah, and, and they're still gonna have to go through their own things, but they'll be able to learn from a lot of what I went through. Well, hopefully, well, it's because yeah. you've set the pay, like you've you've done the the work. You went through the path, so you kind of have a, a map, a direction to go that you can kind of share. They're gonna still do their right. own way, but at least you have some wisdom that maybe they don't do a couple U turns that they that you can help them avoid. Right, right, know? right. Especially but, beginners. Yeah, but that's a big thing in individual sports. Is that because? You'll see this in the bodybuilding example, but fighters, another example, and any sport where it's just you and the spotlight's on you, it's important to really check the ego. Because you hear it all the time, fighters who retire in their 40s, and they're done. They, they've said in interviews before, they've lost their identity. They don't know who they are because that's all they knew was fighting. And that's what they were validated on was their, their performance in fighting, you know? Yeah. So it's important like to have that ego, f do your task, but... Keep it in the fucking, tr put it in the passenger seat every now and then. You know? Yeah. Don't let it drive. Too the world much. doesn't revolve around you, you know. Yeah. You have you have a big impact in the world. And I, re I read this word quote the other day called it said universe and it had the word you in it, nice. and it's true, man. Because like everybody does have an impact. That's a good. Even point, if you though. don't want to be like um, a role model, you still are a role model because people are watching. Unless you're like some hermit, no one knows you exist. But like even then, even, even then, then, man, even then, you're still a role model. So it's like. And speaking of the role model, like I've, I have so many videos in the vault, so many videos I want to like, like release and stuff. But like a little spoiler of one that I'm currently working on is leading by example, and I think it's so important, man, because a lot of people they 
I don't want to like talk about vegans or anything, but like I've met vegans before and I have nothing against vegans and they, they get like a lot of my respect, but I've met certain ones who they're trying to kind of convert me hmm. into, yeah. into becoming a vegan. And like, if I have questions, I'll ask you. And if you, if you have some information, like feel free to tell me. Not even just convince you, but try to shame you too. Use, right, yeah, use, yeah. It's, like, it's, that like, into it too. it's like, okay, I'm not doing all this. Wow, like, I guess I'm, that's make me a bad person, whatever. But there's a difference between convincing and converting. So some of them, some people are trying to like straight up convert you. And I, I could take that same thing and bring it to fitness. I see a lot of people who they train, like they got this, like this body going on. And then people, maybe they'll see like people from high school or something. And the, peer, the person's like, oh, wow, like, you know, you look good from high school, like from the high school days. And the other person will be like, yeah, well, there's so many benefits to training, man. Like there's this, this, this. I, I don't like that approach. What I, the approach I like better, like if we're talking about the approach and like trying to get the person to like start training, hmm. um, I like the approach better of leading by example. Because if we're talking about motivation, which we were just talking about before, some of the biggest motivation I've ever got in my life was from people who were leading by example. They didn't tell me, Phil, like, start training. They just, I just saw their bodies, man. I saw the way they carry themselves. I saw the, the swagger and the confidence. I'm like, wow, like, I want that kind of presence. You know what it is? They didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a magnetic thing. Something inside you wants that. You start getting exposed to it. And then you, like you said, you go and ask the questions. That's it. Instead of someone like, for, for me personally as well, I'm sure a lot of people are like this, but like, if you come in and tell me I got to do this, I got to do that, I'm like, bro, fuck you. Like, it almost gives you more resistance not to exactly. do it. Exactly. You know, at Definitely, least for me, yeah. my personality, someone comes and preaches this thing that I turn it off. And it might actually bitch. be good for me, but the approach started, fucked me up, and now I don't want to listen. And you want to feel like you have sovereignty. And if yeah. someone just comes in and shines in whatever way, lead by example, that's right? Like, fuck, man, you just like... And that that's you, they don't have to deal with bullshit because yeah. they're going to call the right people in. Like, what if you convince somebody, but they're they needed you to convince them? It's not just it's not a, the in, foundation's yeah. not the same because it starts with telling someone or them asking you. And mm. when they ask you, it's because they're actually inspired by what you're doing or what's happening in your body or when your mind exactly, your life. exactly exactly. And when they ask, that's where you open the door and you show them, hey, I've been doing this. See if it works for you. But, or they're genuinely curious. Yeah. And you're just the closest expert. You yeah. Know, curious chimps. I may have done. I may have done something like that in the past, where it's like I'm trying to like kind of convince someone, and ah, uh, we've nah, all been we've there. All. It's so much better, man, when you're just like, you know, just, I'm just posting my stuff on on YouTube, posting my stuff on the gram, whatever, and. The questions come to you. Whoever comes, whoever comes, comes, you know, and like whoever's looking at my stories, whatever, maybe it'll come in the future. But it's there. If they anyway. never come, cool. But like, I'm just, I'm just kind of like minding my own business and posting what I have to post, what I, yeah. what I want to share with the world and feel free to ask me. I, I'll, write, I'll put that in there. I'll, I'll write, feel free to ask me anything, like in the DMs. The, the thing that's, when you spoke about vegans is I think that's what kind of screws their whole movement and the vegan movement and their, 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 what they're putting out in the world is that there's so many of those vegans that are just, shaming people they're they're telling them hey man like you're, you're killing out they're putting this this huge amount of weight of shame on you and for most people they like they want sovereignty they want the choice they don't want to be slammed with this fucking you have to do this this and this right and when that happens like the message may have been pure at some point but now it's like tainted by ego and us versus them kind of mentality yeah but i was just using i'm not a like good one man i was just using them yeah it could be referred to anybody it could be, it could be referred be to anyone that's religion, just that's just people. the one i have beef with right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't have beef with anyone to be honest but like I just, it's not an, it's just, not, it's, it's not an effective approach to, to, to sharing knowledge because it's coming from a place of authority and ego 
And when that comes, you're going to hit walls and egos of everyone that you're approaching, you know? Mm. Yeah. When you say, this is the way it's going to, this is the way you should do this kind of training or this is the way you should eat, that you're hitting someone else's ego. Fuck you. I don't want to do it this way. I'm doing it my way. You know, it's an ego battling ego. Phil said, like, I'm doing my own thing. I love that you're like, that's, that's such a positive energy. If someone, if someone is coming at you like with shame and guilt, that's because that's what they're working with. Mm. You know, their motivation if it works, then cool. And if they they feel they feel healthier and they can still like maintain muscle mass and they're doing proper supplementation and all the funny things that come with veganism, like then then you know good for you. But if you're if you're doing it because you think you shouldn't eat animals and you want to and you're you're just pushing down, like you feel like you're like you're shitty, you mm. know. And then you're like, no, you're eating meat. You're shitty. Don't you know that makes you shitty? And like. You just come at it with that energy where it's like, you know, if there's like this skinny yoga dude who's like, who can like hold a handstand with one hand. I love how yoga it, is intertwined. It yoga. is. It re- <laughs> I mean, it really is. It is. But the, someone's going to be like, what's your fucking secret? And it's That's, like, well, diet, exercise. Like you, they, and then they, they come, come with the notepad you, yeah. and they take notes. Then they come with the notepad, right, right. Exactly. That's the people you want to, that's how you want to inspire. And that's the only, in my mind, probably most people will agree with me. That's the only effective way to create change is by leading by example but yeah. that is the hardest thing to do for a lot of people because they they have this image that they're portraying but they're not actually leading by example so it's like a false right false image and there's like a story uh, i heard it in a meditation uh, retreat i went to and it's such a valuable little story and it illustrates what we're talking about in a nicely packed little uh, antidote but it's like a, someone approached the family and went to the husband's like oh how's your wife how's your kids How's everything? And the guy's like, oh, everything's perfect. Um, my wife, uh, everyone's great, but if my wife can change one thing, it would be the best life. Just one thing. And then he goes to the wife and asks the wife, uh, how's their husband? How's the kids? Oh, everyone's perfect. If my, if my daughter changed one thing, my life would be perfect. And then he goes to the brother. How's your, how's your sister? How's your mom, mm-hmm. dad? If my, if my dad changed one thing, it would be perfect. So everyone wanted everyone to change one thing, but no one said if I change one thing about myself, it would be perfect. So... That's like the kind of mindset we have, a lot of people have, is just, they need to change, they need to do this, they need to do this, and then they're missing the point about leading by example, fixing what I need to fix. It, of course, of you course. Know? And when you do that, that whole family dynamics would be perfect, but everyone's pointing at everyone's flaws. Yeah. You, know? you have to check yourself first. Yeah, man. And that goes big, because then it happens is that group that doesn't check themselves, or pointing at all the other groups, but they didn't check themselves, you know? Yeah. And That's it's a collective like ego. Because he's like, He's like, he motivates you, but then he goes, fuck motivation also. Like, you do have to do that change thing. He diffuses that. Hmm. He'll give you that boost, but he's coming from a place where he's like, he's so shining, he's so leading by example that he knows he's going to motivate you. He's going to give you that extra thing. But he's also there to, to give you that, like, if you're real, if you're going to do the work, I'm going to stay here and answer your questions. There's both sides, and he, he talks about it. So, uh, so a few extra people stay. Because it's like, oh, I'm that kind of person. Yep. I'm gonna run on the motivation, and then he's like, he just goes, don't. <laughs> it's gonna go. It's like it's like the meditation retreat where they, they let you know what the bu- the speed bumps you're gonna hit. So when you hit them, you're less surprised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's a, that's just a speed bump for a lot of people. A lot of people need that direct help. They need someone to come in and influence them and and motivate them and blah blah blah. But it is not gonna last. That's the point. It's not gonna last. Yeah, it it's gonna fade. Sometimes. It can last. It can stick for a while, and then you think you've got it, and then when it's taken away from you, that if it's a person that you stop listening to, or whatever, then that it fades away. Yeah, because while that's happening, you need to create the discipline that 
goes coincides with that motivation. So it's like you're you're doing it, you're motivated while you have the help. Yeah, while you have the help, at the same time you're going in that direction. You're building the bridge that's going to support you when that direction hits hits the end, and you continue on with with everything you attained. I love your fucking use the hands yeah. man. You're flat. <laughs> well, my my coach shout out to Connor Harris. Shout out to Rich Daw. He's like that was my previous coach, but nice. I have a lot of shout outs to give, but you know, shout give out to all, those, shout out to those two guys. Um. Connor introduced me to a concept I really like called the five whys. So when you talk about why you want to do something, say let's say you talk about the gym, right? You want you you want to lift weights to get more muscular, like to keep it like plain like that. Why do you want to get more muscular? Start start getting deeper into it. Oh, I see. Cool. Maybe for example, oh well, you know, um, low self esteem or something. Okay, well, why do you have low self esteem? Oh well, maybe you know what I mean. You can start really digging. And sometimes you could go even deeper than the five whys. I love that. And I feel like that's, it's, it's also important to know, like, why are, you, why are you trying to hit certain goals? Is it even that important to begin with? Or do you, do you think, sometimes you think you need it, but you actually don't. But then it when you be, start really digging deeper into the whys, then you're like, okay, you start getting a, a deeper understanding. Like, you're, you're getting, like, you're, you're peeling, like, the layers of the onion. Yeah. And then once you get to that why, like, the, the deepest why, and you find it, you get to the root of it. And then, it, and if it actually is a very strong why, and you're like, wow, like I want to, I want to proceed with this. That's then it point. goes on to the next thing, which is like, if your why is stronger than your how, then it's just like a, it's gonna, it's gonna overweigh, it, overweigh it. Yeah, I heard, I've, I forgot where I heard that, but it's like, if you got a solid why, then how doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. No, no, it's just it's a matter of time. You just figure you're gonna, like, you're gonna get it. Like, because if you want the how to look a certain way, then you might not get your why. That's the, like, like the, the way there, it's like you're, you're, you're throwing a, like, you know where you want to end up. You have no idea how you're going to get there. So if you, if you're trying to force a way to get there, you might not get there. Hmm. It's, it's dangerous. So you've got to just yeah. like give up on the how. It's I, almost you, like the how, the how is like setting you up for failure it, it, in, cer- yeah. in certain ways, because it should be like, it should be automatic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it done regardless. I don't care how I have to do it. At least in many cases, you know. <laughs> Any successful person has said that, man. I, I definitely yeah. Forget the how. I like it's gonna get done. It. I th- even uh, Tom Segura uh, in his special, he said it in his special. He's like, I'm totally serious now. I'm not joking. Like he just kind of ended it this way, and he goes, I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and I became a stand-up comedian because that's all I thought about was I'm gonna become this. That's his why, and he said the how didn't matter. You know, there was a lot of mm. parts he probably hated, but he's like, this is where I know I want to end up. Right. He did that. He did that work probably like those whys. The five why I love that. Like asking why in, in depth. Maybe five is like a good number because you don't want to go stupid deep for nothing <laughs> right. either. But like it's like shadow work. It's like looking at your real motivation. Cause yeah. sometimes you're just like, I want to get big because like I feel like shit because like my my this person made fun of me when I was younger. And it's like you don't want to be made fun of. You don't want to feel small. You don't actually have the motivation to be big. Like you even you even pointed that out. You know, like that, that last why, if it's a good why, then you're set. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. There's honesty involved. Like yeah. you, you just got to go, oh, you know what? I actually don't want this to. Yeah. And then that's why you might, you might realize why you never get like further than a certain point. And, and keep in mind, like maybe you only reach five whys, but maybe a year from now you might be at 10 because now you start like expanding your mind a bit. Yeah, yeah. And with that being said, I'm not, I'm not recommending this to everybody. Because it's not a fun place. It's not a fun. Uh, it's not a fun exercise to do to take out a paper and really start like. It's very it's, personal. It's work, you know? Yeah. It's very like it's not. It's very uncomfortable. It's very. It's a lot easier to be like you know I want to go to the gym just to get muscular and that's it. 
Yeah, you might hit some nerves. Like two or three right. rides down, you might be like, uh. you know, every <laughs> now and then no, I'll give it to some, I'll give it to a client or two, you know, tell them, hey, you know, try out this exercise, just, just have fun with it. It's something I think I I could benefit from that. I think I've even done yeah, it. We before, all could. We all like, could. Yeah. Yeah. Like in every avenue, and like for for me personally, workout, like I just I, I never went past like a second or third Y. Like I just want to be a ninja. It just <laughs> feels good. Maybe that's enough. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about ninjas, man. But if you want to do that, then that's you know, your why is strong flip. enough. I want to climb. My my why really is that I was kind of like that when I was younger, and then I built into doing like a bit of parkour and like getting into like flips and shit. And man, yeah, I could see you in that, man. It looks I, sick. Yeah, got that Spider-Man body a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But dude, it 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 was uh, <laughs> motivating. <laughs> like it was. You ever do anything and like time slows down? That's the flow state. Yeah, I never got it for anything other than that. Hmm. I mean, like maybe like video games and stuff, but like literally time slows down. And I was getting, I would do it so often that I could just slow down time when I wanted to. I could, I could probably like make adrenaline pump. Wow. I mean, I don't know how like pseudo or how like placebo mm-hmm. that is, but dude, I, that's my why is like, According it just to Wim got Hoff, me you can out do of that. my body or into Wim my body. Wim Hof, you can, you can control your adrenaline. I remember I saw a video of you on IG where you're like throwing snow at you. Oh yeah, man. You're getting, you're getting thrown snow at you. Every, every winter I'll do it. I'm going to do one this one too. We got to do like, like a shirtless spa or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll do an outside podcast. <laughs> shirtless. <laughs> can we please do that? Outside. That's actually a good idea. With Pat Owen. Oh, man. Yeah, Pat just, Owen, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll get him it's back. It's guy on. from Montreal, right? Yeah, he's the guy. He was on our show about the carnivore diet. The, the, true, the true, nutritionist. True, yeah. I think I met him once, yeah. He's a cool dude. Oh, yeah, cool. he, he went to that seminar. The Rich Saw, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how, was, uh, that's how I came in yeah, contact. Yeah, Pat Owen, right, right. Dr. Pat Owen. Dr. Pat Owen, yeah. Right, that guy's yeah. phenomenal, man. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah. Well, he, he had a, when, when he gave his presentation, he was talking about like some interesting points. He mentioned um, the dopamine fast. And, like, I like yeah, that. man. A, um, lot of, a lot of what he talks about, because I sent him a few clients, even my, for, um, that I'm I trained to him. Yeah. yeah, incredible. And if anyone's listening, if you use, I think it's Chimps or Curious Chimps on his website, you get 10% off. So it's kind of chill. Yeah, I'm going to remember what that is exactly. Yeah, I'm going to put in the link because <laughs> I'm terrible at that stuff. But I think it's just codenamed Chimps, but I'm going to put a link. But yeah, uh, he talks a lot about dopamine and about just um, reprogram, retraining your mind to right, not right. crave dopamine because a lot of times we're mm-hmm. dopamine based so we're doing things that make you feel good and it's quick right, it's quick right, it's right. quick whether you're eating like a like a cheeseburger that's fast paced that you feel good right after it you don't have to cook it you don't have There's to cook it you, reward without yeah. effort your phone dangerous. notifications the dings give you a reward everything you do everything in this world is based off of that reward system off the dopamine so fasting from that is going to create those longer because you're gonna have to do things that create a longer buffer from doing till you get the reward takes a lot longer, but it's reprogramming the mind. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, because we're all we're all guilty of it, man. It's well, that's why what I know? do like I never put my notifications on for like my apps. Oh, smart. So what I personally do, it's a good thing to do. Is I'll do like I'll, I'll download my Instagram for the day, and people probably notice this that my my sto- my stories are really like back to back to back, but I'm not doing it back to back. I'm not in the gym one second. I'm at like Fitness Depot and like. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, shot. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll, I'll I'll basically go on IG, maybe send like a couple DMs, uh, answer a couple DMs too, look through a little bit. You know, just like um, support other people and like you know give a little feedback, whatever. Um, but I try to really cap it off like twenty minutes. Like yeah. post my stories, make my Instagram post for the day, and I delete the app. I'm 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 done it for the day. I try like every now and then I might go back on like a second time. Yeah, but generally speaking, like I will delete the app. 
Nice. Do you uh, like if you didn't, would you be like wasting time on it? Kind of. Of thing? course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's it's so easy to you know it's, it's just, really just one click away. It fucks with the monkey brain. The the quick rewards. Yeah, you know. And but also, like even if you delete the app, it's still pretty easy to re-download it and oh, just yeah. go back on. But like you want to. A few gates helps though, because you have that extra second to be like, "Wait, what am I it doing can, here?" It what creates a here? processing moment where you, do I really want you need to use? This? Okay, forget it. You know, there's that second instead of just clicking and opening it and going, you have to download the app. There's like that that gate that you're saying. It's uh, my friend it's, Jay Nick that we were talking about. Also, a lot of people they give themselves like a designated time, right? Like they just know they're gonna waste time. They have better shit to do, and they go, "Okay, like I'm taking a shit in the morning, and I'm that's the only time I go on Facebook or something like that." Or it's like, okay, I, I'm I, like my business has to do a lot with social media, so I'm gonna every day, every day, you know, I wake up, I have breakfast, and then an hour I do it, and yeah. then you turn it off like rest of the day or delete the app. I, I started doing that. A lot of people say that it's yeah. like a good trick, and I was like, it's like, yeah, I don't lose anything. Everything's <laughs> in the cloud. I could just download that shit up again whenever I need it. What am I doing? I just start deleting apps. I start making room on my phone. Anyway, that's another. But apparently, apparently the algorithms don't like when you do that. Ah, fuck the algorithm. Of it's course, to work for me, bitch. No, of course, of course. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Those cuts. No, I, I agree. They I know too sure. much. You know what I hate? Okay, just because what, what they what Instagram wants is for you to just spend like your whole day on the apps. Yeah, like, they your, want your attention. They want you to like yeah. really like. That's how you. I, I realize the times when I get the most like engagement are the times where I'm literally glued to my phone. Yeah. You know, yeah, where I'm really liking a lot of people's stuff, rolling. the stuff that I actually like. And I don't like it just to just to like it, but when I'm really like, you know it, I get a lot more engagement when I answer comments quick, when I answer my DMs quick. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm this is just purely speculation of, and certain things that I've heard. I don't know if this is official or not, but apparently when you're like that, when you're more robotic and you answer the things faster and you, you answer the DMs faster and you... you Makes just, sense. They're going to put you ahead of the list. There's as opposed to a guy, as opposed to a guy like me, who you know, twenty minutes on, and then I'm delete for twenty four hours. Like you gotta either automate it, or once you have a bigger team, you can hire people to do that. Pretty you know, much, that's, yeah. that's the goal for everyone. But uh-huh. that makes that's that's an unfortunate truth. But I think that is the case because I do see people are just always commenting, always responding to every comment. I see people with like hundred comments, and there's two hundred comments after because they respond to each comment. But Instagram probably loves them for that, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the same thing with other apps too, you know. Yeah, I can't do it. I like I. There's that little thing. There's that thing in Facebook where it says like this person responds usually like on average like four <laughs> hours after, and I'm like fuck, bro. Like, is that important? <laughs> yeah. Like, are people looking? Because I know I go on other sites and they're like responds immediately. Like, it's it's like a badge of honor where it's like mm. a, a, on average responds like within a five minutes, and I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Like, like I love you guys, but like you're gonna wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing we're talking about here is pressing. I don't know what the yeah. fuck you guys are waiting for. But, but the way I think of it is like if it's really that urgent, mm. then you could text me. And yeah. if you don't ha- happen to have my number, then it, how urgent could it really be? Because if you don't have my number, you probably don't know me like that that well. Yeah. That's it. I can't Clients, they have my numbers, you, you know. But like if you're just, I'll get back to you, but not like it doesn't have to be like you know. Well, you're not. There's no it. gun to your head. I either. could look it's, at your. I could look at you know, your like your pull up form like tomorrow you know it's not the end of the world if i don't answer in the next like two hours and i think that's, that's important a, too for the relationship boundaries. with the with people that your audience is this this wait this expecting an answer right away maybe that needs to be toned down from all of us you know we all want the instant and it could be as simple as sending you a question and being upset i had to wait two days to get it you know maybe yeah. it's fine to wait the two days you know nothing wrong with that that's that's about reprogramming that dopamine mechanism you know what's scary too is that people are less preemptive because everything is so instant so someone might someone might be like, hey, I'm curious about this. And then they're going to instantly send you something 
because they're thinking this guy might not answer me in a couple of days and I need this answer soon. Whereas someone just like suddenly needs something and then they answer you and they, they, they message you and then you don't answer back and they're like, oh, I need this now. Like you're just, you're living in a way where things need to come to you fast. You're not thinking ahead anymore. That's, that's kind of a problem for me. Like yeah. what you were saying before about the dopamine fast and everything with, uh, with uh, Pat Owen, like a lot of people just have ADHD symptoms. Like they might not necessarily have some atypical neurology. They're just so used to it. And a, and a day, a week, a month of, of living differently can really set you back up to, to chilling out, you know? It's just like, reprogramming. Yeah. That's what Pat was saying. He was saying, like, try to have one day a week where shut it all you just off. Just cut cut the dopamine out, you know. I like that. I need a. I need but a that's your phone on airplane mode on a Sunday or something. Or like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a good point. Leave your phone at home. You know. You know, cut out certain apps. Just like, give yourself yeah. that moment. Yeah, you and know? that honestly, like, man, like, I feel like I listen. I'm like, I'm really open with music. I listen to so many different kind of genres. Like, I listen to metal. I listen mm. like uh, to rap. Uh, dance hall like just a bunch of stuff and lately man like the last couple weeks man I've been listening to absolutely nothing just like if I'm with someone yeah I'll I'll play something but like I'm talking about when I'm just alone in my room I'm just like I'm going to work coming back like I'm just I really I I toned it I really limited it a lot more and like I feel like it's done wonders for me too man because a lot of people like speaking of this whole dopamine fast they don't want they always want to be stimulated by something yeah. Which which I could understand because it's, people don't want to feel like the I guess people some people feel lonely so they want to be like accompanied by something even if it's just like a fan in the room like that's just like going you know <laughs> you're so right yeah. uh, I think it's important to just you know tone yeah. it down but you just, can do that the five whys for that too you know why well, do exactly, I yeah, why definitely. am I why can't it be alone in silence okay well, I'm feeling lonely why are you feeling yeah. lonely and you can just do that that it's like a I can look at that as a meditation almost you can do that for everything in your life. And then you might find the answer just, it could be as simple as just being afraid of being alone and then just building that strength and enjoying right. it, you know? Well, but some people just aren't, um, they aren't happy with their own company and then just, they and feel... And find out why. Yeah. You can go there. Right. You know? They're but the they just don't like their own company. They don't like to be alone, you know? Like yesterday I was training, I had no music, man. And just, just me and like the, and the weights, man. And just super quiet, feels great. Mm. I feel like I can concentrate more. No on my fan. Phone. No fan. <laughs> no, no podcasts on. No, <laughs> no, no like, maybe I even turn like the air humidifier off, you know, just like everything just like. Silence. Really silent. Yeah. One it's, of my favorite clients for massage is when they, not one of my favorite, but like one of the moments in massage <laughs> when I really enjoy it is when they, the client says, oh, yeah, no music is good. And just silent. Yeah. And fuck, I don't know why. Like you get a little moment of fear, but then you go into it. It's just like, it's just this beautiful flow because you're just in it without any stimulus, you know? Yeah. yeah well, I, went, I went hiking the other day and um, actually, no, I'm talking, I wasn't even hiking. <laughs> it was, I remember somebody told me the other day, like, wow, like you really know how to bank on those quiet moments. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say anything. I'm trying to bank on them, <laughs> but but it's true, man. Like yeah. it's it's the need to always say something, like give your opinion on everything. Just, Let it be. Let it go. Experience yeah, it. I have a lot of friends like that. It's but I'm trying to teach myself that too. You know, just to it's a work. Say less. Just only only speak when it's like really like when you really have something to say. Not not just like the, just for nothing. Creates more value for the words that you use and the the impact they'll actually have. Mm-hmm. You know, if you see, if you're just going going going, it's just it doesn't lose value, but it's just the intention behind it is not as pure as if you take your moment of silence and then you then you respond with a real response, not just an impulse, you know? I think it does lose value. I think people yeah. might respond 
slower or faster. I think if I take a, like my time to answer, it can be it'll be more honest and more thought out. But I do have the ability to just kind of turn my brain off and my my mouth moves. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. It's, it's, sure. it's a skill. It loses value for sure, man. Yeah, because then it, it, it gets lost in the noise. It's too much. It's just fluff. It's it just becomes a... the noise. Your yeah. brain literally—it's like, dude, your yeah. voice. Like my brain doesn't register your voice anymore. You've just <laughs> been going on. If yeah. you say nothing, if you're the quiet guy in the corner who suddenly goes like, "Wait, what about this?" Maybe some. Maybe because we're all fucking ADD around the world now, like th- it's not going to pick up right away. But if you never say anything, mm. people are going to be like holding their breath when you talk. Eventually, like you're mm. gonna you're gonna command the room. It's interesting, and that's that's way better. So you gotta have patience. You gotta chill in yourself. Like you're saying, like you gotta kind of be okay with your own company. And I have I have a lot of friends. I love them. They're very smart, and they've helped me in so many ways. But sometimes they don't shut up, hmm. and I fucking my <laughs> life is talking. I need yeah. quiet sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And silence, like, silence is loud. Like science you know, is very loud, is, man. You know, I have friends. They ask me a question, and then I say I I stop and think, and then they keep talking. And I'm like, excuse me, did you ask me a fucking question? Some, sometimes though, that silence, just as like a canvas them to just paint on, yeah. might just be enough. And there was no answer actually necessary. It was just let them just go on. You that's, know? A, that's a good point. That's my yeah. ego. Yeah. You know, I'm just expecting like, hey, you asked me a question. Like, it's my turn to talk. And yep. it's like, well, you obviously have yeah. more to say. Like, maybe silence is the loudest answer, man. It is, man. It, it, it and is. We talked it's to a, nerve-wracking. We had a guy on the podcast, uh, Samuel Finn, and he spoke about using silence to his advantage in interviews and, and uh, job uh, in negotiations in, in deals where he would just be silent with the whoever he's doing business with and then they get uncomfortable, they start talking more and that reveals way more than if he just started talking and doing it, then they would never got to that level of uncomfort. So just silence can really bring up a lot of stuff. Mm. You guys want to just stare at each other for the last like minute? <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's let's end on that then. Let's, let's, yeah, man. Yeah. let's take care. Yes. Take your, that's your thing? Yeah, we like saying <laughs> You stole it. Your, well, it's yours Take anyway. it, bro. Stay silent. Oh, stay silent. That's today's. Fucking. Phil, that was awesome, Yeah, brother. I pre- really appreciate you guys having me on, man. Yeah, man. Dude, it was fun. It was cool. I would love yeah, to have man. you back anytime something's going on in your uh, in, in your journey in life. Yeah, especially on a rainy day like today, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, true, man. It went cold to like, like, it went to like t-shirt and shorts to like hoodies. <laughs> yeah. like overnight man yeah the cold showers feel real now <laughs> the cold shower. it's coming it's coming oh so you guys are on that oh yeah. yeah well i hit more than me i gotta get back on it but well i just started again okay it's like i hit the cold during the summer and I, it's I not the same experience it. i didn't care now i go in my pool it's like 73 yeah and i'm just mm. like fuck you cold mm. wim hop wim hop wim hop <laughs> All right, brother. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Everybody who wants to find me, you can find me at pg.coaching on Instagram. Oh, yeah, we forgot to give you the fucking... And uh, pg.coaching YouTube channel. Check him out. Subscribe. His shit's legit. I checked a lot of it out before you got here. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's not shit, but it's legit, man. (laughs) It's not shit, but it's legit. (laughs) Words, man. They mean a lot. All right. I talk too fast. I talk too fast for my own good.